0: Back, baby. Haircuts and uppercuts is back. How you doing, Robbie Rob? Yeah, good man. Yeah, yeah. It's been ages, but you know, life's been hectic. Stag do's and stuff.
1: Yeah, we've had um yeah, we've had a very boozy couple of months, haven't we? Well, you have. I
0: haven't. Yeah, well. not come to one night in Tenerife <laughs> where yeah. I threw up next to the bins.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we've uh a lot of boxes going on, isn't it? Which we haven't covered, so a lot to talk about.
0: Yeah, well, I think uh, before uh, we just started, you were saying start off with uh Cambosis Devin
1: Haney. There's a new Wizard yeah. of Oz, yeah. I mean, um, strange one, weren't it? Cambosis missing weight, and then obviously coming back an hour later, two hours later, and making it. Um, I mean, I've struggled to give him over three rounds, to be honest. Yeah, but, but it, I don't know. It is a thought a lot to see again because he, was, he shot Lopez, didn't he? In Madison Square Garden. But,
0: yeah. but was it the Andy Ruiz effect the, or the AJ effects, whatever you want to call it? No, you've, you've climbed the top of the mountain and then you, you just, I don't know, just don't take it seriously because, like you say, him missing weight, that's never happened before. Your first world title defense and you're not making weight what's going on?
1: Yeah, I mean that's it's not good reading whether something's gone on in camp. Don't know do you but um no it didn't look good did it where he it really didn't look good when he missed white. No and the the,
0: the the biggest problem is is rematch clauses again. Like do do we want to see it again? Yeah maybe in a year, six months time whatever let him have a, yeah. a bounce back fight. I i, I Rematches are killing the game.
1: I mean, I, I think lomonchenko has got a huge thing to say in that division still. Um want
0: to see Yeah, but you know the reality of that happening with everything's gone in Ukraine right now. I, I don't know. Like, Oof. yeah, we know we know Usyk's been pardoned and he's um, you know training now for the AJ rematch, but that that was already a contract agreed and everything and. So just yeah, but kind I mean, of think, well, what, it, what you
1: know in general in general, you know, I mean that is the fight we want to see in that division, isn't it? Of course it going is. head to head. You know, obviously it's not going to happen now. Um, we don't know when it happened, if it will even happen, but um, you know, because of, as you said, the ongoing conflict in um in Europe. But um that's what we all want to see, isn't it? Really? Yeah. That's the big fight. Or Haney V, you know, Haney V Lopez would be quite fun. Um but the thought we want to see is Lomachenko,
0: Hayley. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I think I think it's hard to not see Lomachenko as still top dog. I know he lost, but in the eyes of many, he's probably still top dog.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I think that's a great fight. Just the way Hayley performed last weekend, this last weekend, wasn't it? Um, the weekend before even. It was unbelievable, wasn't it? You know, he just he didn't get touched. <laughs> and, no. You know, that, it'd just be interesting. It's the closest opposite to a prime Floyd Mayweather. A prime Floyd Mayweather. Thing is, I think it hasn't,
0: it hasn't been talked about enough. I know we're late to the party. We've been busy mm. um, and, you know, everything. But he flew out to Australia without his dad and without Ben Davison.
1: Yeah, he, um,
0: he... He fought there with Kenny Porter, Sean Porter's dad.
1: Yeah, you've also got to think, Luke, you know, the amount of stuff he'd done, Haney. He, um, he changed promotions to get the fight made, took the rematch clause, which, you know, he shouldn't have really had to take him, right? Um, yeah. You know, he, he'd done everything in his power to make that fight happen. And um, and I'll tell you what, it, it was great to see, wasn't it, the two fighters giving each other respect, um, the whole way through training, the whole way through the build-up, the weigh-ins, post-fight, pre-fight. That was good to see.
0: It was good to see. Not, you know, very different from the uh, way, it, well, the press conference is doing the rounds and social media at the moment where matey Boy hands a fucking dildo over. What's that about? Yeah, I
1: know, yeah. It's, well, it's quite insane, though, isn't it? It's funny. There's that guy in the UFC, isn't there? Do you ever see him? He always stands up with like, a bouquet of flowers for his opponent in the way, and Yeah, it's hilarious. It's uh, good, it? enough.
0: Yeah. but um another f- a fight that kind of went under the radar a little bit. Junior Farr got knocked out by Big Daddy Brown. The same Big Daddy Brown that Dave Allen knocked out.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, he- Lucas brown had a few good wins, is not he, really? Let's be
0: honest. Yeah, you know, you um... like when-, when he fought Dave Allen, he looked finished. And yeah, we, we talked on the podcast that the fight with Junior Farr and Joseph Parker was tight, tight, very close.
1: Yeah, and you know, Parker got the nod there because he's the bigger name, really. Now, I thought he the far, but it wasn't convincing. But yeah, he definitely got the knob because of who he is. Um, yeah, you think
0: you would not have thought Lucas Brown would have been a dangerous fight for Junior. Fire. You know, his you know his comeback fight, bounce back fight. You know, Kiwi against an Australian on the, the undercard, and he got banged. He got banged
1: out. He doesn't surprise me in that division, though. You know, I mean, for example, let's look, at the kind of, look. I know he's lost his most recent fight, but look at the kind of the kind of resistance um, of um, Charles Martin. Yeah, we all took the piss out of him years ago, didn't we? yeah we did. You know, I mean, I and mean, he come on, he had a great run, and he just came short against a good fighter recently. But um you know these things these things can happen, especially in that division, right?
0: Yeah, but do we need to start giving Dave Allen a bit more respect or or what? because,
1: I mean I, it. I mean, I don't know. I I I don't know about the like, general public, but I think Dave Allen's obviously got our respect, doesn't he? Yeah? <laughs> you know, we
0: yeah, think he's great, but he would you would never think Dave Allen would live against someone like Joseph Parker and and Junior Far push Parker to the wire, and then someone Dave Allen knocks out in a couple of rounds goes and knocks out Junior Far. The heavyweight division is mad. It makes no sense. And that's why it's amazing.
1: There's a best division on the planet, right, isn't it? Um, I mean, yeah, you know, again, the junior firefighter, Joseph Pogfighter, was their first fights after a two-year layoff because of lockdown, right? So, you know, there's, um, there's a lot of other factors to put into it. But that was yeah. that weird period of boxing, wasn't it? Where, you know, yeah. the world was yeah, all down, was- and just weird results. Right? And, yeah, it was good for the game. but um, Yeah, fair play to Big Daddy Brown. It's good for him, isn't it? I mean, no, I know he failed a drug test, which was a very fucking suspect. Consider it where he failed it. And it was in, yeah, it was in Russia, weren't it? Um, you know, there's a reason why Fury didn't drink any water when he thought coach go out there. Uh, but yeah, we might so well Also, you know,
0: you think it's also the place uh, in, well, it was Chetney, wasn't it? That, you know, the round that Lucas Brown was, you know, had his opponent seriously hurt, they they called the bell early when Brown was uh, hurt. The round went on an extra forty five seconds. Yeah, and you know
1: he's never you know, a lot of dopers piss hot more than once, don't And he's not. Come on, you know it's a kind of. Um, so yeah, I feel a bit soft And what my point really was is, fair play to him; has got himself a bit of big win there, and. Probably, yeah, uh, hopefully get, get him back fight.
0: over here fighting
1: someone. Yeah, get himself a bigger fight and hopefully for him a bit more money, right? So, yeah, get him fighting Nathan Gorman. That'd be a brilliant fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, it's not a surprise, is it, to see things like that happening in that division?
0: No, and um, the heavyweight division, obviously, um, Daniel Dubois on the weekend. That one. Was... Yeah,
1: I, I mean, it's just, it just looks a bit routine, really, doesn't it? it yeah. Was, um... but
0: you look at it and like, you know, Don King hasn't moved on since the eighties. It looked like a freaking white collar show. It weird. did, but I don't.
1: It was. I, I quite liked it actually. I don't know why, but I I enjoyed the setup I had there. But um, look, fair play to bar Went over there. I think this Is that the first one's gone to the states? Yeah, you know, and yeah, and what a way to open your account over there. Um, we know a lot of people have gone out there and not done that. It's all gone up in flames, right? So, I think he's on the right thing
0: there. Yeah, let, let's face it. The, the title is one in the eyes of every proper boxing fan is Mickey Mouse. As far as real boxing fans are concerned, Daniel Dubois is not a world champion. The WBA yeah. regular belt is basically a freaking interim belt. It's a final eliminator belt. But to be as young as he is and to be in a position where he could be in line in two or three fights time at most to fight the winner of Utak and AJ. What a brilliant position to be in at such a young age. Fair play to Frank Warren. Of course, I think Joseph Parker's up there um with the WBO, and so's Joe Joyce. That fight's not happening now. But Joe Joyce, I think, is ranked higher than Parker. So although Daniel Dwyer's the one with the nice fancy bit of gold round his waist. You've got Daniel Dwyer up there, WBA you know contender now, top three, top four. And Joe Joyce is in top three with WBO.
1: Yeah, it's kind of open like enough of it, isn't it? Because you know, I you know, I don't know how long the other, you know, the big four, let's say, are gonna stay about because you know, Wilder's has come out, isn't he? And said he's gonna carry on. I'm
0: sorry, which
1: I is fantastic for boxing. Um you know, you know, we don't know how long look, I know Joe is old, but you know, we got the Furies joshua's the Wilders. And how long are they going to be about? And when they do go, whether it's sooner or not, you know, you know, Jawce might have a chance to pick up a title, the bar will probably be leading the way, right? Oh god, and, yeah. And, and, you know, you I mean oh, you'd like to think about eight years' time,
0: Jawa would a guy flying the flag all yeah. right over the world for this country.
1: But but then you just you don't know who else will come through, right? You just you just don't know. Um which, again, the beauty of the white division, right? Um, Who thought the old no Wilder would hold a belt for eight years? Or whatever oh, it was. Well, f- yeah. no.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, think, I think Dan Du has been quite clever going out to America. Hopefully, Don King hasn't tied him down to sell his soul to him or anything. You know, we all know what Don King contracts are
1: like. Uh, yeah, I mean... So, poor bats now, and obviously about 100. I
0: don't know, he's got to be <laughs> like 4,000 years old. How yeah, he's yeah. still going is quite amazing, to be fair. Yeah,
1: it is, isn't it? Um, but yeah, Fed play so, I guess what tosses probably would agree with that, but <laughs> no, he wouldn't. But
0: yeah, I don't know. I think, I think these old school promoters, you know, like Bob Aram as well, you know, they haven't had their day yet, have they? They can.
1: Yeah, I did, I did I enjoyed the promoter of actually. I I I, I enjoy that. I think it's good that you have um you know the Warren's Hearns, um, the Arams. Um the MTK were a big player, weren't they, right? They were not as not as much as a promoter, but um everything that was going on behind that, um, which is all gone now. But you know, it uh, you know, all right, it was bad for boxing but it was also good for boxing as well. You know, it's just good entertainment, isn't it? And in, in the interim.
0: Yeah, we're obviously talking about promoter beef.
1: AJ's left Sky. Yeah, I mean, he's no, was always going to leave, wasn't he? I don't know what terms he's left on, and um, but you know, I think yeah, let's go. think Sky I've probably known that coming for a while, and it looks like they've probably planned around it, right?
0: Yeah, I, I would. I would imagine so. You know, as, as far as I'm concerned, Sky's actually doing all right without Eddie. Yeah. You know, Ben Shalom, new kid on the block, he's, he's put on some good fights. And, you know, granted, the, the bread and butter of their shows are just small hall shows with glitter sprinkled on them. But yeah, that's what I enjoy. Uh,
1: well, I'll tell you one thing, Luke. He's um, probably the only promoter out there who hasn't got a single connection to the Kinahans. Yeah. And, that, um, and that's where he, he may benefit in the long run um,
0: oh yeah definitely but you know we we've been harping on since we started doing this just over a year ago how important it is to get behind small hall boxers because they are talented they all they need is a platform
1: yeah i mean i don't know i don't know the numbers but you know people i speak to who i work with etc so if you watch boxing genuinely watch the sky shows or the boxer shows we, Boxers in the promotion, um, and I think that's mainly the fact. It's if you have Sky, it's free. You don't have to know of it's pay per view, really, is it? And
0: no, it's um, it's not an extra subscription either, is it? But, yeah. You know, and I, obviously we've had Linus on here, we've had Brad on here, and you know they both fought on boxer shows recently. Unfortunately, Linus uh, didn't get the win, but that was a really good fight. And you know, Linus has fought on TV before, but. Let, let's face it. That that was probably one of the biggest fights in the card that night because you know Josh Kelly pulled out.
1: And it was a British title fight. Who doesn't love a British title fight? Yeah, you know, it's, no, I think it's expanded um, the output boxing. I think has uh, no.
0: Yeah, it's, just, it's it's a shame though. You know, it's impossible to watch every show now. Like Saturday just gone, there was a show on Sky. There's a show on BT. And you got to flip between the two. You got, you know, what one journal watch.
1: And- yeah, it's not uh, it's not a good days, isn't it? You watch boxing at the start of eight, you watch that through till like half eleven, and then the UFC would be on, wouldn't it? <laughs> you stay up till four watching that, uh, and then your Sunday would be ruined. But that's, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's difficult, isn't it, to watch everything, but to really get a grip of it all. But I guess there's good, re- you know, all these channels and have good replays pretty much immediately, didn't they, in the morning when you wake up.
0: Yeah, but that that's 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 got to show the growth in boxing though, surely, hasn't it? it hundred yeah, percent the out there, gonna go head to head with each other. They must know that they can get the numbers. Otherwise it yeah. wouldn't be going head to head.
1: I say, well you wouldn't put the content out there, would you? If you know you no. know you know they wouldn't yeah, they wouldn't do that if they didn't well I don't know, I've never worked for Sky, but <laughs> um, yeah there's a reason why it's kind of in Pumps all over your TV screen everywhere, and on your phone, and you know, every Instagram post you go on. Yeah, you know you get advertised, etc. So, uh, yeah, I think all around it's good for boxing. I think it's becoming a bit of a growing sport.
0: Yeah, it's just it, it, it's just one of them things it's it's annoying and it's great at the same time. Uh, it's it's a situation where. You've got to look at the positive of it. Is If promoters are clash mature, TV companies are clash mature, it's clearly because people are getting into boxing, which then gives us something to talk about. Because that's that's what we like to do. We like to talk about boxing, get people involved in the chat about boxing, educate people a bit more on, you know, why some some fights are crap, why some fights are good, why some referees are good, why some are awful. Terry O'Connor, not mentioning any names. <laughs> Lord Voldemort himself,
1: Steve Gray. Yeah. <laughs> right, he's, good. He, he's good. He is
0: the Adelaide Bird. She isn't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, but look, look, I think it's good, and I think it's good. It's um because we we've got to support our. Field. I'm a big football, well, big Watford fan. Um, but you know, football's everywhere. You know, you can't to the point where you can't get away from it, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think is going down that route. I think there's a lot more of it on, but it's not going down that route, which I'm, I am like. I like that.
0: Yeah, it's... Um, whilst we are talking about boxing, uh, promotions and clashing and stuff, you know, there was some, you know, really sad news today. Um, Daddy Coyle died. Tommy Coyle's dad. You know, Tommy Coyle's been retired now, but his dad was brilliant. He, he used to a big part of his
1: career, weren't he? Um, yeah, he used also, to travel
0: everywhere with his son, and he was brilliant value for entertainment. Such such a uh, geezer one, he's such a nice.
1: Yeah. Also, big, the um the South African boxer who died. He passed yeah. away, and that, um, that was sad as well. That was awful. And yeah. this this again brings up quite you know it brings up the question you know there are too many deaths in boxing for my liking. Um, But, yeah, it was difficult. I'm not going to dwell on how it happened, but rest in peace. And, you know, we wish the best to the family.
0: Yeah, it is. um, Unfortunately, it's something that happens in contact sports. Uh, Boxing, kickboxing, rugby, motorsports, unfortunately. But the only way you can look at it is if if you're doing what you love, then you know the risks, but it's something you love doing.
1: Yes, difficult one of it? you know. It is. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a big believer that there's not to go too deep into it, but I, I don't like the 10 second count. Um, you know, if someone's too badly hurt, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. Um, but, you know, it's in a lot of mixed martial arts for some minute you're down. The fight's cool, isn't it? Um, and look, we get some great fights when people get back up off the deck, right? But I think there's been instances where that's shouldn't be allowed to go on, but
0: that's something that's went on for another podcast, right? So yeah, it is. Um, but it is it is something we, we should really touch on one day and you know, maybe get um Richard Towers back on the podcast to talk about because yeah. Brendan Ingle and Dominic Ingle now, they very rarely allow sparring with hit each other in the head. Yeah, just body sparring. Um you look at fighters that have come out of that gym, how Prince of for instance, you know, he's famous for knocking people out. You watch his body shots, though. You watch how perfect he could place them. And yeah. you wonder how he got the knockouts because he's bringing people's arms down all the time. So you know, not only is it keeping your uh, boxers safer in training, it's developing skills.
1: Yeah, is and we don't want really- to... You know, we don't want to get to the point, do we, where it becomes a complete non-contact sport because I think that ruins the whole, the old ethos of boxing, right? You know, it's originally for working class kids to get out. Yeah, we had a great chat with Gully, didn't we, about it? Um, yeah, about what boxing means to him. And um, you know, I see people on TV going, "Oh, it should be bad. You know, they're ignore that idiot. So, no. they, 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 they don't appreciate the kind of, let's say, the grassroots of it. And, why people do box, <laughs> you know. No, but them
0: same people wouldn't say the Tour de France should be canceled because someone comes off a, you know, a push bike doing 50 kilometers an hour without any yeah. levers on and rips their skin to pieces. Like they wouldn't ban the Tour de France and make them wear levers, would
1: they? Yeah, or, or ban the Tour de France if someone's on a heart attack through doping or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. boxing is fantastic. Community reasons, etc. do you know what I mean, and it's a it's a great sport. Um, and people have been calling for it to be banned, haven't they? Um, but they're people from a different, let's say, society, and me and you are from, like, <laughs> and Definitely. a lot of our listeners probably.
0: But one thing we do need we do need to touch on massively is AJ Usyk. Now I'm just googling to get the the date that I uh, make sure I'm correct here. So. Sometime in July, apparently, I believe it, the rematch is happening. That's not happening. That is not happening in July.
1: No, he can't, can it? Um, what do I? I don't know. it has been very quiet. I see. I don't know what his situation is. So, um, yeah,
0: well, he's, he lost a lot of weight. He's probably busy trying to get back up to weight. Yeah, it's penciled in for July the twenty third in the Middle East, um, Saudi Arabia, basically. I just
1: yeah, can't... I think
0: that's shit, to be honest, but... So do I. Not only is it going to be absolutely baking hot out there... so it's, I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm hating on AJ. This potentially could be his last fight if he loses this. I don't see AJ going on if he loses this fight, because... You know, he he is a superstar regardless if you like him or not, if you think he's shit or not, he's a superstar. Now, if he has two back-to-back losses against Usyk, Fury, as far as I'm concerned, Fury's not retired. He's waiting for AJ to win the belts back so he can have a massive unification fight. You know, first time in history ever, two Brits fighting for the unified, undisputed heavyweight world championship. Yeah, I, I think if AJ wins that fight against Usyk, we get the Fury AJ fight. But who's who's AJ going to fight if he beats Usyk? Who's going to motivate him? Do you know what I mean? Like, if, if, he, if he beats Usyk, you mean, or loses? No, if he loses Usy. to Usyk. Think if he loses yeah. to Usyk, who, who's he going to get out of bed for? He's got millions in the bank, he's a superstar and unfortunately, if he loses to Usyk, he'll be remembered as the guy that couldn't beat a blown-up middleweight. Because no, I, I mean,
1: I know mate. I know um, who I want to see and fight. Deontay Wilder. Well, I mean, that's the fight that got away. Um, and it's still a great fight. Um, I mean, look, if he doesn't beat Usy if he retires to me, he'll be known, he will be known as the, you know, never-fought-world well champion, really. You yeah, know what I mean? the only world um, champion
0: he fought was Joseph Parker, and that was a... Well, that was
1: awesome. yeah, no, I know. No, I know for reason it was, the, you know, it was kind of but again in the Middle East. It's all sort of manufactured towards AJ to win, isn't it? That's why I'm not particularly happy with being in the Middle East. But, um,
0: but then where else are you gonna hold
1: it? You can't have it in Ukraine, can you? So you know, you, know, you um...
0: can't. But like you know, you you could have it back in England again. Like let in let's Oregon. face it. You no, know, Usyk yeah. is the champion. But like you said, they can't fight in his home country. Yeah. Um, what's the point in taking it to neutral
1: ground in the Middle East? Uh, yeah, and in a way, come on, let's be honest, look, I'm whingeing about that, but Usyk has won every belt. He's never won one in, in his home country, has he? He's no, trained. he hasn't. He's a road warrior. You know, if you look at his record compared to any other boxers of this era, it's phenomenal. Um, okay, look, Lomachenko, Unified, Canelo, so, so, and i have all done it on their own terms. Usyk hasn't. <laughs> No, he has He He's on every belt, not on his own terms. So, yeah, and he could potentially be. No, I, I don't think he beats Fury. I, I really don't, and I think I don't think he beats Wilder. Um, but bloody hell, you know, yeah, yeah. Look at his resume, mate. It's unbelievable. See, I, 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 I agree
0: with you with the, the Wilder and Fury side. I think Fury is too big too strong and very technical and i think the only person on the planet that gets up from wilder's ridiculous power is fury because so far the only person that's got up from wilder's power is fury Fury. yeah so
1: you can't argue against that because no one else has done it it's going to be interesting because you know Everyone is suspecting that AJ is going to go in there with a completely different game plan. He's going to go and try and take him out. And that'll be interesting because it, we'll find out how hard use it can hit at heavyweight. That's what we're going to find out. Well, because like, because like, jo- 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 Joshua is going to be open. If he's going in like that, he's going to be open as he was against Ruiz, uh, as he was against Dylan White. He's going to be open. So we'll see how hard he can hit. And, and it, it'll be interesting, really interesting to see.
0: Yeah, because obviously we've got the, the factors of he, he apparently lost 20 kilos fighting in Ukraine. And, you know, it sounds like a lot of weight, but, you know, Usyk has to eat his way up to heavyweight, he has to work hard to put that weight on. You know, it's not his natural walking around weight at all. So, you know, if he can put that, Weight back on and be efficient with it, he could really hurt AJ because he had AJ going in the 12th round.
1: Yeah, he did. Yeah, he I'm like he went, like,
0: it's the last round. I'm gonna we'll go through the gears now.
1: Yeah, so it's right this Ukraine war, mate. Um, you know, especially when you say, you know, a lot of people are gonna go, you look, know, he's at a war fighting a war, but there's a lot more to war than just holding a gun and fighting, you now mentally draining them him. Um they're currently in a famine now in Ukraine. You know, he's probably been fighting, as I said, he's lost a lot of weight from been living off rations for the past. God knows how many months while fighting, right? And um, so there's yeah. a lot more to it than just being in a war and fighting a war. You know, There's a lot more that adds on to that. So um, that's right. It's a use being at a, quite a big disadvantage actually. Um, I do I as well. Whereas, I, you know, I personally think this should be, as we've discussed before, have a champion in recess, right? Um,
0: yeah, um, yeah. Give, give him. I I would say if they want, but happy.
1: Yeah, sorry. If they,
0: want, if they want to do the rematch, if they want to make it fair, give him till September. You know, let let him, you know, get his body right as he can, because if if AJ beats him and it is the best Usyk there could be on the night, there'll be no there no excuses from the fans. There'll be no excuses from Usyk. But I guarantee you, if AJ knocks Usyk out or beats him convincingly, there will always be the, yeah, but he just come out of a war zone, he had to put all that weight back on, It's probably got PTSD, which are all valid factors. And yeah, at right, the right. moment, it seems like AJ's lost a lot of respect from the people, and Beating a wounded man isn't going to gain you that respect back. So I yeah, I, mean, clear, I would, look, I would, look, I would look, want to fight the best.
1: Look, AJ's, not, yeah, look, AJ's not, kind of covered himself in flying kind of colours he the past few years. <laughs> you know, um, outside of boxing, but um, you know, that I that I, Usyk wants to fight, right? Yeah, he does. But... So, you know, see wants it, so all Joshua can do is go in there and beat him. Um, yeah, you know, go in there and do his best to win the fight but um yeah look, look our grandparents lived through war right you know when they hear the sirens on tv UK, well, my grand's bloody ugh. you know i remember that <laughs> you know so it does have a mental effect on people um and yeah but look let's hope the best you six hands up because um i'm sure we all want to see a cracking fight and it will get a great reception wherever it's out oh
0: he will know, do he'll walk in here and
1: yeah, walk out here regardless. Yeah,
0: quite rightly so. Yeah, but you know, AJ is now working with Angel Fernandez, and but he's making Fernandez come over to England.
1: that could be a great move. Yeah, it really could do. Um it, yeah, it, it could not? be. But like, you think
0: uh, he he was saying he, he wants to take it back to spit and sawdust, make it raw. You know, get away from the clean, polished environment of GB boxing which GB boxing being such a great environment is brilliant for development of your physical attributes and your boxing skill. But, you know, the way AJ was talking about it, it was more like he wanted to get back into that mindset. Now, like, you know, Rocky, I had a tiger, goes into the backstreet gyms with Apollo Creed, kind of. That's the message he was giving. But
1: but then you'll find the trainer
0: over to the UK.
1: It's like, well... I mean, if you look want to for find me, that dog, yeah, yeah. you need
0: to be uncomfortable, surely.
1: I, I kind of think for me, look, and there's nothing wrong with this, but you know, sort of factual the way he was brought through the ranks, you know, he didn't want to be GB and Polish. Well, that's what he always was, that's what he always has been, you know. And yeah, let's not forget what GB team GB done for him, right? They were the ones who yanked him off the street and went, come on, mate, you know, so um you know that's the way you go and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with not coming from the nitty-gritty and all that there's nothing wrong with that you know you came from team gb and fantastic stick with it it's done you well for the past 15 years 10 years yeah,
0: I, I, i've i what i'm getting at is i
1: think i'll get the changes i'll get the changes change the trend i'll get that but you know and right, let's not be saying things like yeah you know, i'm back to the nitty-gritty and all that because you've not had to do that to win mom's house before
0: no and it, it, you know when he when he was literally bulldozing people he was in the gb gym i think it's, uh, ever ever since he got chinned he's just he's been scared to get stuck in it seems like
1: i think, so, look, I think the guy's getting a lot of stick at the moment but um you know look he, he's lost a couple of fights he doesn't you know um exactly him. yeah but you know the media turn on Fury a few years back. Um, so it kind of swings and roundabouts, isn't it? But, um, but I think unfortunately for AJ, he's living in an era where you've got the biggest puncher ever and probably, arguably, one of the greatest boxers ever. And, you know, we're talking about Deontay Wilder and um, Tyson Fury. He's got to fight one of them. they fought each other. They've done their bit. you know, kind of seclude the legacy for the future? He's got to do one of them. He, he does have to, because, you know, um, regardless, regardless of John,
0: Regardless of Dante Wilder losing them fights, he will always be remembered as the guy that nearly knocked Tyson Fury out. That the, the yeah, guy I'm... that pretty much did knock him out in the first fight. It's just the fact that he's he got up like the Undertaker. No one else gets up like that. No. Yeah. And I got
1: kind of to think now. Look, AJ's got nothing to lose. He's got look, he's lost fights, he's lost two fights very convincingly he's got nothing to lose no he hasn't go he's for it absolutely nothing to lose now go for it he lost two fights my heart has revealed as the greatest heavyweight of all, of all time god knows why but you know he lost fights a lot of fights yes
0: muhammad ali lost yeah. fights
1: yeah unfortunately I mean? um, we,
0: live, we live in the floyd mayweather era people think you need to get to 49 and 0 and win yeah. world titles and five weight categories
1: i mean say like every podcast isn't it? you know look at the likes of um Roberto Duran, Chavez Senior. You know, Chavez Senior, fought, what, 100 and, over 150 fights, is not it? Yeah. He he and, and at one point, he was, what, 60-something at home? But he lost. <laughs> so, according to my weather fans, that means nothing. But
0: Yeah, well, you, you look, look at Canelo. He's got two losses on his record. Probably yeah. still the best
1: middleweight and super middleweight in the world. Yeah, I mean, that's the point we haven't discussed, is it? Canelo Biddle. I mean, look, I thought he was going to struggle because, um, I said this before, didn't I? When he jumped up against um Kovalev, or right, I thought Kovalev, but he was a pass at Kovalev. He's fighting a prime bibble here, fair play to Canelo for jumping up. But it was just too big for him, I thought. The weight, But yeah, think, a fantastic boxer.
0: Yeah, I think I think it proves that there is weight categories for a reason. And I think it yeah. also proves what, what a beast Canelo actually is. I'm, Anyone that's been listening to the podcast will know I'm not the biggest Canelo fan. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I think he's absolutely amazing. But because of the uh, the tainted meat allegation story, when you're one of the richest boxers in the world, you ain't getting your fucking beef from Mexico. You're flying in from Argentina, as far as I'm (laughs) concerned. It's you've got the money to make sure you're not eating contaminated meat. So it's a bit fishy to me. That's why I've gone off him a bit. But steroids don't give you the
1: boxing IQ he's got. Yeah, no, exactly. And look, look I think um, that fight I, I really saw for the first time since Kutchko Fury, you know, he was landing shots and he was just kind of bamboozled that they weren't doing anything. Just going a few, and the word are there. For you to, oh shit! What do I do now? And I, I've got that—that that, the same sort of people The guy big enough? You know, fuck me! I, I, I don't get people. Going, I mean, we all laughed, didn't we? Not in us because we're not the biggest kind of fans, but people are calling him shit. But, what the fuck are they going on about? He's it'd be the best of this generation. The guy's amazing. Yeah, but it's like,
0: it's like obviously they then announced um, Canelo Golovkin free. And people are giving, oh, this is Golovkin's best shot now. No, no I mean,
1: I don't Golovkin want to see that shit part. in his
0: last fight. He yeah, I don't want to see that, from right. weak and chinny now, compared to people in his division. He's he's still, you know, up there. But you put Golovkin five years ago and Golovkin now. Golovkin
1: five years ago would kill him. Yeah, I mean, look, um, Golovkin's doing it for the payday. Of course yes, mate, is. No. Um, Canelo is doing it for a, a sort of intermittent fight, right? Intermittent fight between, yeah, you know, right, it's just lost. he needs to get in the ring. It's a big game. It will make a lot of money, whether we think it's a good fight or not. Yeah, makes it makes sense, doesn't it? It does make yeah, sense. Yeah, and especially when
0: you've got people walking around thinking Golovkin's going to beat him now.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I, look, do you know what? I'd love Golovkin to knock him out. But I know so for so. there's absolutely no chance... There's more chance of me paying my mortgage off in a week and Golovkin knocking them out.
0: Exactly. But, you know, I think um, I think people, you know, have to kind of respect the fact how active Canelo is as well. Like It's something that I don't actually yeah. think about. Like we look at, you know, I'm bringing it up, for example, like AJ, for instance, um, even to a degree, uh, Wilder and Fury. They're not fighting... Oh, five yeah. six fights a year like canelo is yeah you know, canelo is out all the time all the time and he's got to make weight he's not heavyweight he's got to make weight yeah and you think well if he can do it why aren't other
1: fighters doing it yeah and i mean yeah it's an odd one isn't it i mean i was just about to say money then he's probably the highest played boxer on the planet isn't he <laughs> so
0: yeah, yeah you
1: know you, you think like love, love of the sport right yeah,
0: he. I, I honestly think he wants to go down in history as the greatest Mexican ever. I think that's why he does it.
1: I mean, look, he probably will. I think he probably will already.
0: Yeah, well, he's surpassed Oscar De La Hoya, hasn't he? Yeah, but I
1: mean, I, I looked at, I looked at um, Travis Senior bigger than De La Hoya, really.
0: Yeah, um, but, you know, not a lot of people these days are going to know
1: who he is, unfortunately. So, They're uh, going to know who I his mean, son is, but... Yeah, that's all. Yeah, we I mean, lost Sanderson. <laughs> I'll tell you what. on that note, I really, I've really got it. You know, that Frotch fight would have never happened. That would have been brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have
0: been. Yeah, so that'd be. Uh, it'd be good to see other boxers fight as often as Canelo, basically, wouldn't
1: it? Yeah, I mean, look, there are there are quite a few who do it, aren't there? But they're not at his, you know, at his level. But, um... He's not fight for world titles every fucking seven weeks or whatever he does.
0: Yeah, Do you've know I mean? he, yeah. got Rob, Robbie Chapman, you know, fights regularly when he can, but yeah, they don't like to use the term in a uh, derogatory manner, but he's a journeyman.
1: Yeah, you know, um, yeah, you know, it's just to, to find the level that anyone is fighting that much is, yeah, it's often. Um,
0: Yes, yeah, he's when you're a world champion. Yeah, I think
1: when you can have that right, not consistently winning convincingly, take out a Bibble fight. It's unbelievable, really, isn't
0: it? Is it, and you, you've got to look at it in this way, right? So the, the two the two fights he's lost are at weights he wasn't fighting at. Yeah, he I went mean, down man, in he... weight to fight Mayweather, and he went up in weight to
1: fight Bivol. Yeah, no, let's be honest, right? Let's um look lower as British fight, Bivil don't know yet, do they? You know? No, seen. I I I've read That's right know, and see. Yeah. Let, let, let's wait and see. Bival could become the best since it's have spread, couldn't they? You know, <laughs> so we don't know. And I think you
0: have to kind of give it to um Craig Richards as well, because when he fought Bivil, he gave Bivill a tough fight. 100 percent yeah. 100%, yeah. And, you know, obviously Bivol then um, went on and beat Canelo and then um, Craig, Spider-Richards, lost to Bwaxi recently. And you just think, well, where where, where does Boaxi sit then? Because I'm kind of getting fed up of waiting for him to have a decent fight.
1: Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I completely agree. But that is completely down to the promoter, isn't it? <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, yeah.
0: But yeah, it's, it's, it's you know for you guys listening, it has been a while since we got to talk boxing. I know we're all over the place with timelines and that, but there's there's so much we want to talk about and get in, and there's only so much time. But you know, what 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 are you really looking forward to for the next six months? Obviously, what are halfway through the year now, and there's still some big fights to be made before the end of this year.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what Chafonat um, Davis does. Errol Spence, um, really looking forward to Devin Haney. What goes on there with Lomachenko, Lomachenko, Lopez, there's You know, I said this back when um, when Lopez beat Lomachenko. You know, I was like, we've got a group here of young fighters who are all willing to fight each other. And um, it's going to be exciting. And that's, you know, we still got that to look forward to. Um, Deontay Wilder's return. I'm hoping that'll be this year. That, yeah, that should be quite spectacular because <laughs> hey.
0: yeah, jo- joseph parker joe joyce isn't happening now and you know, yeah joseph parker's gone and signed a boxer uh, i don't know what's happened there
1: but i want to see joe
0: joyce in a good
1: fight i mean look i think he's i think he was when he fought the bar i really think he was that was his um, coming of age really for me Look, considering he was considering he was completely written off by everyone beforehand. Even yeah, as a was promoter, yeah, do you know what I mean? So, um, look, I'll just wait for jo- yeah, Joyce and your money, mate. Do you know what I mean? Get him Especially
0: in with so Big Daddy Brown. A- Get Big Daddy Brown over here and fight Joe Joyce.
1: I mean, yeah, that'd be that'd be good isn't it. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh. It's a good time for boxing, I think, um, especially over stateside. I think stateside has really got interest in now. And I enjoy both sides of the pond, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not one of these, pro-UK or pro you know, I, I enjoy both sides. And I think it's looking really exciting, the other side of the pond in a lot of the divisions.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, the, um, the fact I that think we that... don't have a heavyweight world champion no more, and they're focusing more on their light weight categories. Yeah. People like, are getting to scene now like, Jesus and Christ, there's all these lightweights
1: weights the, that are this good. That was the case though, like, wasn't it, for years? You know, I mean the Klitschko's, who was it who, who was the American who lost the belt to Klitschko, to the second Klitschko brother to win it? And um it was the first time in the whole of boxing history, not a single belt was in the heavyweight belt was in the US. And that was it. That would have been the mid two thousands, and obviously and, you know,
0: then Mayweather took over on TV, didn't he? And yeah, and, and and for, the first, yeah and all for the first yeah, the time
1: for the first time ever, it shifted from heavyweights to the divisions, and then we just had amazing talent, which it kind of, um, forever, it kind of took off over here as well, right? We, yeah, know, of I'm, course. I of, right, it's all in the light of the divisions and. You know, I think the shift's going back over there now, but, but there's great thoughts to be
0: made, aren't there? Yeah, because, you know, as much as, you know, the start of the podcast was we talking about how unpredictable and crazy the heavyweight division is, makes it the best division. You know, you've got, you've got to think of some of these lightweight guys that are, like, Anui. Mm. The guy's a freak of nature, man. He has got mm. the death touch. And that guy touches you, boom, you're out, done, gone. Yeah. And... Fifteen years ago, you, you wouldn't have even heard of anyone in the bantamweight division unless you was Irish and you supported, you know, the McG- Barry McGuigan and stuff like that back in the day.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a Welsh fella who um, fought last weekend, knocked out. It was in Cardiff. Joe Cordina. Joe Cordina. I mean, what a punch! Featherweight, and you would never get a knockout sort of that of featherweight, and that's a World champion, he flattened
0: him in the second round. Yeah, and uh, something that went under the radar as well in that fight is, see, Joe Cordina's opponent um was on a massive KO streak, popped hot for drugs, hasn't knocked anyone out since. But Joe Cordina was still the underdog going into that fight against. Yeah, the, what was. was you know perceived to be one of the biggest power punchers in that division, and
1: he flatlined him in two rounds. Yeah, I mean the Welsh had a right party you that know, night, didn't they? Yeah, they did. What and then a, few nice. days, then a few days later, I caught up after the World Cup for the first time in sixty-three years. So I've had a good week, haven't I? The well, yeah,
0: they have done.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah look, mate. There is a lot of exciting boxing coming up. I'm really looking forward to seeing what Michael Mark, Mark Conlan does. Yeah, because I mean, even look- though
0: he, even though he lost um, that fight, he's he's
1: still a draw can, look he was brilliant man in that fight he's probably one of the best best fights of the year him and Lee Wood. um yeah i mean what can he you was say a cracking fight i was a great fight Fight of the year easily and you know let,
0: let's let's be honest about it lee wood was not <laughs> winning that fight until that punch
1: no it wasn't and that's right you know Michael Conlon's got a big draw in America he's got a big draw over here he can kind of go inside the and kind of, he can call shots and um, even though he has just lost by knockout but he's a huge fighter um, yeah just interested to see just the fact how good he looks and I didn't expect him to look that good I thought he'd win but I didn't think it. you know look he lost but I didn't think he'd fight like he did do you know what I mean it was exciting and it was just a great fight wasn't it it was a good fight. It,
0: it was, um, it was just mad. I, just, I was thinking I, it literally was mad. Yeah, part of the year. But um, obviously, um, June the 18th, Josh Good is back in action. We won't be there. because a we'll bit be of a friend's wedding. But best luck to Josh.
1: Yeah. He'll,
0: he'll go out there and do what he does. Winning style. Barely me. get touched. And look absolutely yeah. amazing. It's about time Ben Shalom got him on one of these boxer shows. You know, look, he's,
1: he's an he's an he's an exciting fighter, isn't he? You know, he is exciting. Um and then he gives us the time of day, which is fantastic. And um, obviously we you know, we return the favour a lot, but you know, we've got a lot of time for him. And I feel he should I feel he should be fighting at a better level. So I think he's good enough.
0: He is good enough. It's just, yeah. he just needs to get that exposure, doesn't he? He needs to, he needs to get on one of these, what, you know, um, one, of the, one of these amazing podcasts. He does. He's been on a few. <laughs> but, you know, um, I don't know what they call it. Basically, the prize fighter tournaments they do on there. They need to call him up. I'm
1: like the old um, What's the one they used uh, to do. That's
0: Profile, isn't it? That yeah, yeah. Thing? But that's what they're doing on, on the boxing now. But, um, you know, I can't remember what it
1: what they call it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've, I've been to a, a couple of them live. Um, and they're just a fantastic night. They're, they're really, you get... Well, you probably get about eight, nine fights, don't you? They're yeah, brilliant.
0: Yeah, and then you also get the... Woo! You, did, you come, did you come? to that one? You and oh, Scott. I watched it at home. Oh. It was fucking
1: hilarious. There, there's a post The you he think he's part of the WWE. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: He got to the semi-finals, though, didn't he? Or something?
1: No, really, if they got to the final. It was really funny, only because uh, it was called Jason Gavin. But, yeah, um, Jason Gavin. That's it. Everyone was taking the piss when he went woo, but by the end of it, everyone, everyone was joining in, in, in weren't <laughs> they? <He> <laughs> <mowed> <laughs> yeah. At home. Yeah, um, and it's great because I mean, what a like to win a crowd And, And yeah, he got a couple of fights over here after that. You know, he yeah, got he did, matching yeah. cards. And that's all because he, he sounded woo. But, yeah, did he fight AJ?
0: Uh, I think he did, you know. I'm going to check box truck because I'm pretty sure he did as well. He did. He did fight Jason Gavin. Oh,
1: I think AJ's lucky he didn't get um, knocked out in that one. Woo! <laughs> His bed just like it was against Gary Cornish. <laughs> yeah, well, you know,
0: Gary Cornish was winning that fight until he got knocked out. It was right, yeah. Good old Gary Cornish. Good fight, like. I mean, yeah, obviously there's not really anything on this weekend coming up as um on uh The Zone. Um, There's a few, you know, obviously you got uh, Josh fighting small hall show um, this weekend. You've got, you know, fights across the pond. But we've decided to do our a, a comeback pod and there's there's not really much to talk about what's coming up.
1: I mean, uh, me and Luke are at a wedding for the next two weeks. So um, next two weekends. So you probably won't have another podcast for another six years from us.
0: Well, be ho- hopefully we can get back to it. <laughs> Uh, we we've we've had a stag do. I've been ill, still ill, but getting there. And uh and now we've got two
1: weddings. And yes, um, it's been a busy time, a busy summer. And we're we're basically
0: going in dumb and dumber suits to the wedding on uh, the weekend. Yeah, I'm I've in bright pink, blue. you're
1: in green. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Look like um an Irishman and a piece of salmon. Right? Well, I'm tempted to get myself
0: a pimp cane and hat as well.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Sister Farquhar said to me the other day, you should um, paint your face green and go to the mask. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite good. Do it. it. He's uh, American, though, so you can't piss out of anyone. Right, but...
0: <laughs> well, it's good to be back, and we will be more consistent with this. Yeah, um, we will. We will, because there's some massive fights coming up. We're going to have to try and get some uh, big-name guests on again, like we used to do, as uh, as well as doing the reviews and previews. Um, but, you know, one of the reasons why we've been a bit quiet as well is in the background, there's some major movements going on right now with uh, the business, with the hair products and everything. So uh, watch this space. It's it's going to blow up in the next couple of months, hopefully.
1: Agree, I agree on what you're going on about. I'll take it.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's not too much can be said, but, you know, it is. There's a lot happening in the background. Right, Robbie Rob? Nice to catch up and do a podcast.
1: Yeah, I'll see you Saturday. See
0: you Friday at the pub before the wedding. Friday, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'll see you Friday. Yeah, let's hope it stays civilized. <laughs> yes. Cheers mate Cheers mate <laughs>